It's Kiki O'Clock, bitch. Welcome back. Hello, hello, cuties. We're so happy you're here. We are so, so happy. And we are also happy because today you guys are going on a little experiment with us, trying out kind of a new vibe for Kiki O'Clock, at least for this pod. Yeah, like a little little, uh, episode restructuring in a way. Like it's going to be, you know, similar and then a little extra i don't know (laughs) yeah you you guys will figure it out um we just wanted to take time to like explore like kiki o'clock is a concept for us right like we're friends kikiing and we want to just like sometimes you have serious kikis sometimes you have fun kikis sometimes you have structured time together right like a structured dinner party moment and sometimes you have like a fucking like we're random drive buying you know <laughs> you're getting a lot of random shit today you <laughs> not are. today but you <laughs> yeah but that's what we are and yeah. then we're also like two neurodiverse queens that's me and our brains work in a chaotic shit storm and that's also what creates a lot of beauty also yes doesn't the world like work in a chaotic chaotic shit storm so i feel like that just aligns really well <laughs> yeah we, exactly <laughs> we are the shit <laughs> uh so with that being said of course i got to do my trigger warning this one's like a little less generic um we are actually gonna be talking about a lot of sex and you know with that we are gonna be talking about rape we're gonna be talking about molestation um diving into kind of more serious topics around that abuse and power and so with that being said i also wanted to kind of add a little resource for you guys in this trigger warning um the race abuse incest and national network has a hotline that you guys can call if you feel like you need resources um or just some guidance Uh, on these topics and their direct line is 800-656-4673 so if you really do feel triggered during this and you need healing or you want more education or knowledge um that's a good place to start and their acronym is rain like from the sky but with an extra n and so it's r-a-i-n-n dot org Okay, so we wanted to start this episode with a little clip from the Tiki Talk while it's still available (laughs) in the U.S., at least at this point in time. (laughs) Um, And so this is from content creator Hannah Burner, and she is known for interviewing folks on the street. And this is a clip from How Long to Make a Woman Come. How long does it typically take you to orgasm? Well, I've never orgasmed with a man before, so I guess forever. And with a with a vibrator, I would say max five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get some creepy DMs after this. Amen, sister. All right. So, Ellen, what did you think about that? Like the fact that, you know, we ourselves can make ourselves come, but like it's a well-known almost joke that men this men like can't make women come Uh, i think it's fucking sad (laughs) (laughs) you know i i feel like there might be some issues especially in really heteronormative um, relationships where you know 
I, you know, we can only speak from like a female, a cis, you know, a cis female perspective. Um, right. But, you know, I personally was taught growing up, like, you know, as long as he comes, it doesn't really fucking matter about you, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I think it's really sad. And I think more women should advocate for their own, um, sexual pleasure and health, you know, orgasms are so important and, um, you know, I could talk, I could talk a lot about that, but, uh, you know, my favorite part of the TikTok clip was when, uh, that one girl was like, how long does it take you to come or whatever? <laughs> and she was like, she was like i don't know it depends on the day like i, I am i sad like <laughs> you know i thought that was really funny because you know especially like with adhd sometimes i have a million things going on in my head and yeah. you know i can't i can't get there <laughs> absolutely but, you know and the, yeah. the bottom line orgasm is gap's real man it is real and we're gonna kind of like what is the orgasm gap because we're kind of talking about that right um, so according to slip health in 2021 a study was done that 95% of heterosexual males report usually or always orgasming during sex. And that's only 65% of heterosexual females report usually or always orgasming during sex. It's too fucking low, man. 95 and 65. That's 30 <laughs> that's asshole so, points. That's okay. such a gap, bro. It should be 95 and 100. <laughs> right. Well, and the thing is, is like, <laughs> I, as I'm reading that, like, the 65% like did they actually orgasm or are they the I'm not I'm not like all the other girls kind of girlies <laughs> answering that because I can tell you that I've been in relationships in the past where I didn't get mine oh man I know mine was not prioritized my my pleasure was not prioritized yeah. there's like jokes out there at least we learn we learn you know yeah you live we, and you learn you live and you learn we, bottom we line is <laughs> bottom line like the overall message of this portion is if he's not making you come throw that whole ass of man away why are you dating someone who can't make you come <laughs> why he's just a man run him over with your car i'm not <laughs> um i'm not saying that like sex is the number one priority in a relationship but i think just like other things just like communication just like life goals just like all those other you know morals all those really important things in a relationship i, I think sex is one of them yes. i think your sexual compatibility is so important because that can help ensure the longevity of the relationship realistically. Yeah. Um, especially when you come at it from like a very open way and like uh, almost, you know, I think being queer helps with that. Like yeah. that mentality of like, you know, you're already not abiding by this very like strict, shitty, um, monogamous, like heterosexual, like ideal. Right. And I'm not right. saying like to be non-monogamous, but I'm just saying like, you know, there are more options, right? People, right. people can be whatever they want. It's not like, you know, you're not, you're not fitting in a, there's a not a script box. yeah right. <laughs> yeah there's um, not a format exactly yeah and so like and i think just also like you know incorporating sex toys or like incorporating like you know whatever you find to be whatever your kink is right or right. whatever you enjoy like you know never no shame ever to anywhere <laughs> yeah. um you know and so i think incorporating that also um ensures like a lot of especially like um female pleasure you know especially maybe like in in queer communities and like um if if you yeah. can't if you can't come you can also talk about that but i know because yes. you had some um yeah, yeah so i actually have 
some more statistics. Yeah, do, 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 do. I'm actually wearing glasses right now. And <laughs> I know. So, yeah, so, cute. so I just feel like, you know, like I'm putting like whenever I say I have some facts for you, I'm like taking out glasses hypothetically <laughs> and I'm like Contacts turning British. You know what I'm on. seeing? <laughs> like I'm like, I'm at the newsstand. Like I'm a newswoman. Anywho. I love that. <laughs> the blazer gets put on. <laughs> Pussy power to the max. Tonight at five o'clock. <laughs> I <laughs> reported Tiggle Biddies here for service. Anyway. <laughs> so, in a study titled The Orgasm Gap, because it is real, it's, you know, 95, 65, there's a gap there. Um, and that's just, you know, that was just heterosexual individuals. So, the orgasm gap is um, a study. It's titled Differences of Orgasm Frequency Among Straight, Gay, and Bisexual Men and Women. Came out in 2018. So this is not that long ago, guys. And gals. So, uh, so recently. Yeah. Very recent. And in this study, you know, those are the individuals that they talked to. So it wasn't just heterosexual. And so I want to share some of these like interesting stats. Basically straight men reported 95% of the time having a full complete orgasm. Uh, Bisexual men, it was 88% of the time. Uh, And gay men, it was 89% of the time. So very high. We're in our A's and B's, right? We're in our honor roll here. Honor roll? (laughs) Get the honor roll of coming. (laughs) Right? Like, so all these men straight by or gay like they're in the 88 to 95 percent range of coming every time they're having sex uh for straight women back to that 65 percent yeah love that for us right for bi women <laughs> it's only 66 percent so only one percent increase sad. there it's because that is not high enough guys no it's because unfortunately they're plagued by probably dating a man. Um, and then, <laughs> but I feel like, but I feel like it's like, dude, you got to advocate for yourself. And if the men you're dating don't like that <laughs> and, or like don't already uphold that, you know what I mean? Like kick them to the fucking curb, girly, you know? Anyways, yeah. <laughs> yes. Advocate, advocate for yourselves because now you know that this is real. And if your man ain't up for the challenge of, you know, creating that no gap, right? Uh, getting out of that cavern. Uh, <laughs> if he ain't we are for just that, climbing our way out, bitches. <laughs> if he ain't uh, up to that challenge, uh, throw him away. <laughs> Throw him away because I guarantee you he's going to get his. I will buy you a dumpster like <laughs> to throw him in. Okay. But here's here's the thing, though. You know, okay, we're hearing about our, our uh, straight and bi girlies getting in the 60s. The lesbians out here, they're scoring an 86%. Oh, shit. Which, like, obviously. Yeah, I'm not surprised. We're not surprised. But that's still like kind of low. Like, and the reason I'm thinking it's low is, um, you know, we were kind of having a talk about this before um, recording. And we were saying, you know, I think there's a lot of communication, like 86% of the time coming. You're not going to get 100% of the time because just like you said, like there's days where you can be flicking the bean the whole time and you ain't getting espresso, you know? (laughs) 
Oh my god! <laughs> like it's just not gonna happen. Like you know, for no. whatever reason, the stars ain't aligning. Yeah. You know. Also, there's always like so much pressure in society to like focus on coming in yeah. the sexual experience when like that can really diminish a lot of pleasure as well. Or, you know. It can. It can. You know. But I also think like there is such a stigma about us experiencing pleasure as females. Yeah. Totally. You know that even when you take away men like it's still so societally ingrained that it does make sense that even in a partnership between like two cis females there's still that gap yeah you know because yeah it's so ingrained yeah we're still not hitting 95 percent. no we're still like, not at 95 percent. guys are cool jacking off to whatever the fuck and putting our dick in a melon or a tree so we don't <laughs> give a fuck about anything <laughs> Or a sock that has been crusty and under the bed for 10 years. Like, who knows? They don't care. Like. No. <laughs> no, know? no. And um, it's just it's just pretty wild. These facts, these stats right here. Like, these are from yeah, that's really health crazy. organizations. These are researched facts Absolutely. stating these percentages. And, of course, you know, this is dependent on um, who's answering. But, if anything, these stats are going to be lower percentages in reality. So it's kind of crazy. And, you know, one thing that we're, we're, if you haven't picked up on it, this episode is really going to be about um, the shame around sex and like, why, why is that gap in existence? You know, and I think we were even talking prior to recording too, that there is this pressure for sex to happen and when intimacy is not present, I know for me, it's extremely hard for me to come if there's not an intimacy baseline. Oh yeah, yeah. If if you're like with a partner. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like and I feel like a lot of women and queer individuals that I know, like if you don't have that baseline, that foreplay, like that Oh yeah. You know that yeah. that intimate crescendo like so to speak throughout the day (laughs) yeah like you're not gonna get there like sex is not just about the coming like it is the give and take it's like that yeah you know it's throughout the day like the subtle touches the this that and the other yeah it's a it's a maintained relationship it is yeah it's not yeah the intimacy is not built on uh on like the fucking every once in a while or whatever it's like yeah it's built in the day-to-day where it's like you know like a kiss on the cheek or like it's building that that trust whatever yeah like yeah it is the trust yeah exactly it's it's building the non-sexual touch yeah so that when you guys are in that consent and like agreed time that there is that like kind of space whether you're like going to make love or you're gonna just like (laughs) straight up like fuck like you have that there yeah you know like i feel like that is a big yeah baseline for women to feel safe enough to come i yeah that's a good point also um you know i think especially you know anybody who has dated men um are we know that they're really horrible and they can be really violent you know um and so it's like this mistrust that's occurred so much with so many um that it's like i have to really get to not like know you but like i i have to get a vibe check at least and then go from there and then if it's like oh for sure if while you're building that like really like intimate like 
atmosphere in a relationship right like like you said like you have to build that like bubble of vulnerability outside of like sex so you're able to communicate about your emotions in that way and you should be able to communicate about sex when you're not having sex I think that's like a really important thing people don't talk about like in a relationship you know like um like things you want to do or things like you know whatever like you know it just what whatever that looks like in your relationship right you know so it's like having having that ability outside of like you know being horny <laughs> let's be yeah. honest like yeah you know because that you're gonna have like a different more hopefully a more honest conversation right because yeah it's like, well honest, but like that way that way yeah. when you you know you're in like a less uh you're like i don't want to say like inebriated but you know what i'm saying like a like a more uh not like inebriated that's not the word i'm looking for but like um i don't know you know when you're like like super passionate like yeah but like you're not lost word, in there's a word for it no i don't, I don't know. know oh you like you lose your inhibitions They're, oh yes that's what I was okay yeah, yeah yeah sorry <laughs> you can go back but yeah like when you lose your inhibitions or whatever right um you know i don't know it's just really important in a relationship i don't know, really know where i was gonna go with well that, but and like even important man. so i also like kind of want to like get out of even the the context of being in a relationship because even when i was literally having yeah, one like night stands sex, and yeah. like casual st- sex i still wanted to at least like have a conversation ahead of time like maybe Absolutely. have dinner or like sit and like yeah the talk. vibe check yeah i like because <laughs> well and yes the vibe check but also like if you just go straight into things like yeah that's just it's not gonna be what i need to come like no and i and i uh, not to ick anyone's yum but i no, do feel yeah, like it's different i feel like that was just so needed um and i don't remember where exactly i heard this again guys like this is more like a book report and not a fucking uh thesis so um <laughs> yeah, we are always gonna chat- say that <laughs> so you guys can <laughs> chat about this topic we are not so if you guys have book. stats that you want to like actually throw at us in the in the comments of it like please interact with this pod but also know that like we're not gonna be all, always fact checking or vibe checking anyway so um i found you know whatever i heard yeah that a lot of our intimacies like in partnership has diminished especially with hetero couples Mm -hmm. because they women not they women in those relationships (laughs) feel that if they initiate things like a kiss or a handhold that they feel innate pressure then to go further with their partner and have sex yeah that's so sad and so they and instead of having those moments where they just like randomly hold their hand or whatever throughout the day which are intimate acts you know that is intimacy that's building connection also like really important for you know for yeah Yeah. for longevity and and everything in that way and then most men aren't physical touch so that could cause you know whatever in your relationship but yeah they just don't do that that's sad. And t- unless they want to have sex and so because of that like even though they don't want that when they're doing that they're just reinforcing that that like oh if you're gonna kiss me you're gonna get have sex yeah. so you know and it's yeah. sad because if you lose that baseline intimacy that we were just talking about yeah then your sex is gonna get worse absolutely yeah. from both standpoints totally yeah it's also like that gives me like uh none of those women feel like they can safely say no 
yeah. um, without being like, oh man, really? It's giving oh, coercion. Do <laughs> 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 you Stockholm syndrome? <laughs> It's giving like a, it's, it's giving abuse, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's really sad, but yeah. That's, it's giving, that's you crazy. need to have a conversation. Yeah. And if you're, if your significant other is somebody that is like, oh, you did kiss me. So yeah, we are going to fuck. I think maybe you need to yeah. really have a counselor in your life. I don't know. <laughs> that are like, you know, sometimes I think we're really conditioned to look past abuse and trauma within a relationship because this idea of being someone's like girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever partner, however that looks right. Like I I think it gives like almost like a sense of ownership to a lot of people um, where it's like a, you're my property, especially, um, you know, heterosexual cis men. Um, I know they they feel that way because they say that very um vividly. I I yeah. used to work I used to work in a warehouse, whatever. Um, for six years, and all of my coworkers were anywhere from uh eighteen to sixty five year old men, and I have heard all of it, and it has been all fucking horrific. Um, yeah. and it is constant. It's that's how they think. That's one of my coworkers literally said the way fourteen and sixteen year olds are dressing. How can how can we not like how are we not supposed to want to fuck them? Ew. Yeah, like it's disgusting. Yeah, so you know, there's a lot, and like that was, and there's like countdowns, you know, to like the Disney stars when they would like turn eighteen. There'd be like countdowns on MySpace and like mm-hmm. Twitter and shit, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "Ah, oh, she's legal now." Mm-hmm. Like that's fucking that's gross. Gross. Uh, yeah, we can talk about how pedophilia is so ingrained. Uh, I, whatever. Yeah, we a, could. Podcast, we could really. Podcast, podcast. Yeah, so I know episodes. that would. Like, there's too many branches to this. Yes. Um, I don't want to. Yeah, but um that's besides the point. But so like, I'm not coming at this from like a, I have not heard how like guys talk behind our backs way like like once they think you're kind of like a bro almost like they will say even you're in the locker room yeah and then there's shit they wouldn't even say in front of me and that some of the guys that i was like kind of friends with would tell me because like if i was talking about it they'd be like oh yeah like it's worse when like no women are there like it's way worse yeah and like i mean you know my my partner will say that like if they think that he's just like another guy there He's like, they say the most insane fucking shit. Like some, some guy was just saying some crazy shit the other day. It doesn't matter. Oh, I hate them so much. Um, well on this tangent o'clock. Um, so (laughs) that was me workshopping that. I hope you guys like that. We have some kind of like fun facts that we want to share. Um, so I bet all of you guys, when I say this next word, are probably going to clutch your pearls at home, right? Clutch your pearls? <laughs> <laughs> Cunt. That's the word. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> uh, the word cunt derives from the Norse goddess Kunta, whom is the goddess of fertility. So that is where that word originally derives from. It's beautiful. It is. And... It actually means female wedge. So that's so interesting. I didn't know that. It is interesting. And the reason the word cunt is actually probably the best word to use slang wise for a vagina is because it is one of the only words that does not involve basically being a pocket for a dick. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, because do- it doesn't um, even doesn't vagina, vagina means, means sheath, sheath. Yeah, which is like for you know a, a euphemism for a sword. Yeah, like and a, a sword is a, sword. a dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're the they're, re- they're real clever guys. 
Right. <laughs> so cunt is a female wedge. That's that's so awesome. it's not. So it's, it's a females. It's not, it's like it's your it's, it's your, your wedge. It's not your like some dudes. No, <laughs> no. And then it came from Kunta. <laughs> <laughs> and then it came from kunta a goddess you know yeah i fucking love that and cunt has always been my favorite fucking word like, yes it's always cunt. considered the most like vulgar of it the cuss is. words it is and i was actually i got these from dictionary.com yeah and <laughs> even in dictionary.com they were like oh this is vulgar don't ever use this like out in ca- a casual context and then i was like vulgar Ooh. vulgar 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 female genitalia vulgar. i was like i'm just trying to fucking find out the root of this i wonder i wonder if you look at penis if it says vulgar that much well but penis is not offensive cunt is offensive just like no, vagina I, would not be offensive i know but like what's like a slang for a dick or whatever you know? there's not yeah exactly. there's not cunt is the worst one like people you know if you if you ask them who do you what do you think is the worst cuss word out there like people would say cunt would be the worst cunt, yeah cunt is always considered the worst cuss word yeah people are fine with bullshit and shit and whatever the damn fuck. hell yeah fuck, all of them all of them dick, except for asshole. cunt yeah people are not okay with cunt <laughs> how do we get more explicit <laughs> like like we rating have, <laughs> i guess we should yeah i know are we an explicit we should put that like, we, we are we okay, are an explicit good. okay great uh, but i'm just bitch, like no. we just said like all I, <laughs> I cuss so fucking much i literally don't know when it's coming out of my mouth that, like that is true there's been so many times sorry speaking of <laughs> how it became like atrocious or whatever it didn't tell us like how it transitioned from being normal use to a cuss word but it it's been considered vulgar since the 1500s man that's to use the word cunt so you would have offended uh will shakespeare over there too by saying cunt at him good fuck him but they were saying <laughs> but uh, you know who was a cunt Christopher Columbus, 1492. It wasn't the 1500s yet. <laughs> oh, I'll offend all of them. <laughs> right? I offend all of you. It's just funny. Anywho, um, another fun fact is that there are actually recorded 552 slang words for vagina. That's a lot. In English. It's funny how much we're talking about pussy. And there's one of them. <laughs> my favorite and i there was like a long list of them and some of them i had never fucking heard of but i just thought they were so funny i feel like somebody just like hacked dictionary.com was like, <laughs> like, like this would be hilarious <laughs> like wiki leaks over yes. here <laughs> do you remember when you could edit wikipedia yes. like that was an open ass oh my god can you Forum? still do that i think you can oh if you have an account yeah jesus christ you can that's too much you power. can't like be Dumb a rando dumbs. that does it oh, okay. you have to have an account but All like right. you can be a random that makes an account like yeah exactly. they're not like are you an english major like you don't <laughs> fucking know they're not vetting do you, you do you have a, do, do you, you have, have a qualified degree <laughs> do you have a, a vaginal degree i don't know that's stupid <laughs> <Vaginal degree. laughs> it's just funny. so like some of some of the slang that we use um cookie heard that yeah jelly bag oh that one's new Ew. this one's, oh this God. one's everyone's gotten a kick out of this one aphrodisical tennis court <laughs> that one's confusing <laughs> i'm like aphrodisical tennis court and ellen was like is that because we have like balls hitting us <laughs> i was like i don't know maybe it's because it's a lot of wrist action if you're doing it right <laughs> i don't know 
we may never know we may never know but if you have a <laughs> if you have extra knowledge on that please yeah please, please let us know we have an email because that's <laughs> the one instagram that, yes you have to tell us because you, you really do we're so fucking confused but we want to know <laughs> aphrodisical tennis court <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny in venus williams we trust bitch <laughs> so, so like kind of going back to what we've touched on is uh as females we are taught nothing about our pleasure except yeah. that it's not to be talked about yeah it's it's definitely male centric it's male centric and it's um like we're seen as disgusting if you like you're tainted if you yeah. if you want to pleasure yourself you're tainted yeah like you're you're supposed to be a virgin and so you have a husband so that he can come in you and you can have a baby and that's fucking it yeah and like your coming is never part of the conversation. Like you having like personal pleasure is never part of the conversation. Like you, the conversation of even if you do even want kids isn't a conversation. Like it's, it's literally like you are going to be someone's cum bucket. So like, <laughs> like there you go. Like, and which like, I'm not anti that, but like, that's not my <laughs> point. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't want the, you know, like the procreation part, <laughs> birth control. <laughs> but it's, um, <laughs> so which funny. is you know something else we're you know not properly taught in the sex education portion you know you know personally i i was taught like very basic like this is how babies happen in like fifth grade about sex ed um you know and then you know into high school more about stis and stuff you know we talked about yeah that we did talk about that and stuff and, and the, the funny thing is like ellen and i were kind of going back and forth about like our experiences with sex education and Ellen actually came from Catholic school yeah. and had a more detailed sex ed <laughs> than me. I came from, pri uh, pub, not private school, public school. And whenever I learned what sex was, I guess, they didn't even show a penis or anything. They literally, like, they told us about our periods and that context of mm -hmm. things which honestly is not sexual health. It's just health for females and uterus owners. Yep. And um, so like, I think it was in fifth grade, but they literally showed a video of like this shitty animation of a sperm, like traveling in. And That's so we so were never funny. told where said sperm came from. It just showed up. <laughs> it showed up. <laughs> He's just here for the journey guy. Knock, knock. <laughs> just on your doorstep. <laughs> Your and it would like show magically. all of them and it'd be like this intense like classical music like doo -doo 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 -doo. and then like it's a race <laughs> yes and they'd be like this is the ultimate first race like you know it's just like such a cheesy video <laughs> they're literally they're like sparking, who's going to win they're sparking competition day fucking one. yeah they're like who's gonna win this race the, the, the biggest race of them all <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna which tadpole is making it <laughs> and then you know like the egg is like there in this like weird uterus that they've created through like cgi i don't fucking know and the, then they like show literally the like sped up version of the fetus like forming yeah. and becoming a baby and all that shit and then show like like getting ready for birth and like going through the cervix and that's the end of the video that's does not crazy. show where it's going out to just like shows <laughs> you know like the it's, inside of the cervix and everything exiting via water slide <laughs> it's like mm, question mark <laughs> but there was nothing to tell yeah. like that was my sex ed like it didn't Jesus. tell us like that 
no. you have to like get a dick hard and like anything like that like <laughs> nothing they're like this there, if there's a man near you this tadpole is coming out attaching to your egg and giving you a fetus <laughs> that is so funny so if you're if you're not clothed watch out oh my god it's happening you know it's Jesus. like it doesn't tell you fucking anything yeah you know but also like both of us were raised christian and predominantly catholic right yeah um and in catholicism there's a huge drive yeah. with this versus story right it's like totally mary mother of jesus versus <laughs> pure mary magdalene yeah whore <laughs> you're like pure whore no but that's how they that's how they say it i know but the way you said it was just awesome i loved it i'll be honest whore yes that's true though and if you're not christian like some context i guess uh mary i feel like most people know who that is the virgin mary the virgin mary so the title exactly the virgin mary the virgin the virgin uh her story is um, that she was literally a child, a preteen, 14, 14 years or, old. No, maybe younger, but I thought she was I 14. I think 14, 12 or 14, something like that. In that range, young. really people, young. Some people don't hit puberty until 16, so. I know. That can be pretty In this time, you know, obviously this is like in the Bible times. <laughs> <laughs> some people didn't. Like, what I don't know. Yeah, me either. I, I don't, don't know. <laughs> times of construct. No, I, so, <laughs> in uh, those eras. Also based off what calendar, because our calendar is very uh, right. Christian based, so that's also biased. Continue. Sorry. But it was a while ago and people didn't live that long. So no. like, it, yeah. it wasn't that shocking. That was kind of the age people were having babies. But, like for context like i was 14 like making out with a nick jonas poster you know <laughs> or like pretty close to that i love that no, <laughs> I, I wasn't getting that. pregnant so no, dude. her story right <laughs> is that a, an angel popped up yeah we're gonna ignore the fact that this is crazy so an angel pops up <laughs> and is like hey i'm here to let you know that god upstairs told me you're carrying his kid <laughs> and then she's like huh yeah i've how does that happen yeah (laughs) she didn't get the video that we got (laughs) the the, the sperm race (laughs) she's like me (laughs) she's like okay and then you know then catholics are like and then she was like i'm ready i will take on god's child i have god's child and i'm ready i have a bigger purpose (laughs) <laughs> most likely what happened is she either consensually had sex or was raped and was impregnated yeah and then there we go and then they had to make up some something yeah or she, people made up something i don't know or yeah clearly something we know happened. how science works and yeah. uh i don't i don't know if it was an happen. angel coming out of that bush you know what i'm saying there was someone coming but it wasn't an angel <laughs> his name might have been angel it might have been gabriel <laughs> 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 and also like the way they describe angels like tangent like having like 17 eyes and like <laughs> that's coming out of the bush to tell you you're pregnant that's terrifying oh my god 
That's horrifying. <laughs> Have you ever had 17 owls in a trench coat come up to you? That's an angel. <laughs> is it an angel or is it 17 owls in a trench coat? Did you fucking kill me? <laughs> oh my God. All right. So <laughs> that's Mary. Okay. That was great. That's Mary. And then of course, you know, everyone's like, look, she's perfection and all women have to be her. You have to somehow have a baby without having sex. And if you can't, cause you can't, <laughs> just you can't, then you're a whore. <laughs> that's basically what it is. That's our standard. Yeah. Yeah, is, uh, that really is the standard. They, yeah, they they will literally say like you sh- you should supposed to be a virgin for your husband. Yeah. He should be the only one that ever enters you ever. Yes, and like, but you are never going to be as pure as as, as the Mary. Mary, and like that she's the purest of all pure, and that should be our aspiration on every level in you know everything X, Y and Z. But since you can't be her, you got to be at least the closest to her. Yeah, exactly, and, and that, you got to be ready be for your man. Yeah. And you better give him a baby first try. Yeah. And if you aren't... As many as he wants. Yes. And if you aren't fucking for a baby, then you shouldn't be fucking at all. Mm-hmm. Unless he wants to, and then he can do whatever the fuck he wants to, and then he can just, like, not even <laughs> think it's a sin. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's that's Mary, and that's <sighs> her teaching, and that's how it's seeped through, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and Mary actually was someone to look up to in a lot of ways. Like Mary, the individual was a very good person, but of course, because you know, what's Christian's favorite thing to do? Take things out of context. So <laughs> facts, <laughs> facts as fuck. <laughs> so of course that's become a cult. Um, number, anywho, number one hobby. Yes. Mary Magdalene. It's like, I feel like also, side note, if anytime I say any who'd like take a shot and you'd be dead in this podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were talking about this the other day. I, I say, uh, oh my God, what is it? That's oh, not it, the point. Or that, that's besides yeah, the point. Yeah. And that's, that's not the point <laughs> all the time. So yeah, we so stay tuned for a future TikTok drinking game with yeah. Kayla and I, where we listen to our own episode and get drunk I as get shit drunk. and maybe throw up who knows, but probably not because I hope not. we have GI issues and we're not going to push ourselves that much. And <laughs> we're an IBS honestly, girly. Like, we don't really drink that much either so we'll have it we'll have it like liquor in a mixer we won't kill ourselves how about that and then make a big big batch oh no if we're gonna go hard we're gonna go hard girl but we say it a lot i know (laughs) we'll do skips okay i don't know like 75 in (laughs) that's so true i don't know we'll figure it out out. we're workshopping during this podcast apparently yes We're having a meeting in the middle is, of our topic. This is actually, this is a behind the scenes. <laughs> this is a glimpse for you. This is future Patreon content. <laughs> Inside the minds that no one asked to see. <laughs> People are getting everything they didn't ask for. That was like, you know. It's like the, <laughs> You're getting everything are, you didn't want but needed. <laughs> we're giving it to you anyway. <laughs> it's a little silly in the in the cutie club tonight. Um <laughs> after we gave a serious trigger warning. <laughs> like this is gonna it's be gonna get depor- worse. It's yeah. gonna get worse, guys. So Mary Magdalene, if you didn't know who she was, um basically her whole point is that she is a sex worker and jesus met her um and she was so taken aback by his 
kindness and everything that she felt the need to wash his feet. And that's kind of like their introduction story. And it's actually a very beautiful story that gets taken out of context um, (laughs) as well. But basically, um, Jesus is also he's like profoundly taken aback by this individual, like washing his feet. And she like washes it with like oil and her tears and like her hair. It's like a very dramatic story. <laughs> like why didn't she use a towel? We don't know, but it's, it's more of a sacrifice. It's more of a sacrifice. And Some he had never shit. had anyone show him like that unconditional love, like his followers make a big ordeal about things but they because she did not call anybody to witness this yeah she just, just did him. it directly and he was like that's how i want your love to be for me like very sacred in that way so in the bible jesus loves mary magdalene yeah he respects her he goes to her a lot yeah, um, they're together very often they're together very often in the scandalous tea sense <laughs> um it's been rumored that that's Mary Magdalene was his lover, that that was his partner. Um, and that in some contexts, people believe that they actually had children together and they think Jesus has lineage here. Yeah, that would be crazy. <clears throat> I I mean, there's 20 years of you... the dude's life missing out of the Bible. So yeah. a lot could have happened. A lot, everything <laughs> could have happened. Honestly, like those are the most formative, important years, you know? Yeah. I think, um, I don't know, like there's a lot of also like purity put on him too where it's like he could never be a sexual creature and he yeah. could never be this or th- that or that and I'm like he was 33 when he died and was crucified right like he was fucking yeah uh, you know like realistically like, like he, why was he what he why was, was he in that house where she was at also yeah but also you <laughs> know, know like he was like, i don't know he's like bringing wine to parties like he's hallucinating and he like constantly shit like, yeah he's like curing people fucking, with like, no what? he's curing people with like 40 pounds of cannabis <laughs> <laughs> you know, and oil some like <laughs> some herb knowledge he knew like you know you know something. like jesus is a fucking rad guy and he would always be like hey come to my parties uh sit at my table yep. i want to eat and drink with you he literally would always yep. be like i would rather hang out with the sex workers yeah. sex because workers, they're the fucking Ill, awesome the than, yep. and the disabled than you guys you chads so of course that's the real context but did the christians listen to that no no never so they said you don't want to be mary magdalene she's a whore you want to <laughs> be mary the virgin mm-hmm. you don't want to be her yeah she She's like the worst. Thing She's the do. worst. She was a whore. <laughs> had to wash Jesus's feet because she was a whore and she was cleansed and you can be cleansed too, but don't even be a whore to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's like the, um, she's like the, I don't know, like the, uh, she's the example like, of what not to be. Yeah. 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 And oh, so then people know. would even like tell yeah. you in the church, like, don't be an, a magdalene you know yeah or like oh she's such a mary magdalene like even yeah, within that yeah. context like totally. people would say that um mm-hmm. i even remember this is like ooh, i remember at catholic school not so much in our high school i don't think we ever did this but when i was in middle school we would even have like skirt checks because mm-hmm. like our skirts couldn't be a certain yeah. length I- they did that in high school every once in a while if they saw someone was like really short yeah they'd like some it depended on the teacher yeah that's true yeah but i remember in 
in middle school yeah that we had to get on our knees yeah. at the front of the classroom yeah and they would take a the yardstick yeah and they would put it between your legs and if it was not you know if it was whatever three inches above your knee or whatever yeah. they were like go change yeah and yeah. then you better not do this again mm-hmm. and you would get like detention for it yeah and those fucking skirts were a expensive yeah also like what if it got shorter because you gained weight and like it mm-hmm. shifts differently now or because like it's just not you're taller and it's just like not long enough like they didn't hem it enough there was a girl in my my middle school who was six feet tall you know what i mean like what now she has to like figure out alterations like that's fucked up <laughs> yeah it's also very invasive that's like very it was also weird. really like it was really gr- like it was it's controlling it was very like shaming um the guys didn't ever have to deal with that no um and it was very public and like the guys mm-hmm. were not asked to leave like you mm-hmm. it was in front of everybody it would be like let's say we were having history and then they'd be like skirt check and mm-hmm. you had to line up get on your knees face the wall and they would do it and they would whisper to each other and they'd be like we need to see blah 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 afterwards and you had to go in the hall yeah. and they would tell you your skirt's too short are you you know unroll your skirt yeah do what oh you need God, to do it. yes yeah, yeah. all that stuff and um it was yeah. crazy i will say i definitely um would pull down my skirt for skirt checks and then totally hike them back up same yeah <laughs> oh yeah i was yeah 100 if there's a skirt check i would be like pull <laughs> but if it's yeah like you're like four rolls in because they're they're uncomfortable yeah they're like an uncomfortable like non- you honestly like need length. yes you need to roll them in order to like honestly gain mobility yeah literally and yep. then not to mention like when you're young like yeah you want to be like cute yeah you want to be attractive yeah. and like they don't give you any shape and sometimes <laughs> you got to roll them to like get the skirt to be flaring and like be cute you know but bottom line is is like it's none of their business what we're wearing no and like what you wear and like dress codes and shit like that yeah if someone's gonna rape you they're gonna fucking rape you and like there's all these things across the board that you know there's all these exhibits that show like what were they wearing when that happened and there's onesies in that okay let that sink in yeah like like actual like infants like they were infants exactly yeah. so um yeah that's we're not gonna victim blame here <laughs> no, no but that's not, what that no, is no. yeah it's mm-hmm. stripping us down to categories and then pitting women against, against one another totally. to then feed into that culture Absolutely. of like you can't do that but if you're taught yeah. at a young age you know you're gonna be a mary magdalene if you like sex essentially or men or you show any interest in things that are like considered spicy or whatever the fuck yeah you're not just their baby maker yeah yeah then you're getting that category and you don't want to be that in that setting yeah absolutely because like because they tell you like your man's not gonna want you like no one's gonna marry you if you're dirty so much fear behind it yes yeah yes and then the men in your life they're not helping that mantra they're not saying oh no no they're saying like because they're yeah they've been taught from a patriarchal standpoint to like also like my pleasure is a priority not yours you know i remember my brother called me a whore at one point in time when i was in in high school which really hurt yeah i was like what the hell yeah get the fuck out like get the fuck out yeah i know i had i had my uh my ex 
partner uh, called me a whore and like I was literally like a virgin before dating them. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. And like he meant it. He really meant it. And yes. like, he was meaning it in like a harmful way. So yeah. it was like, you know, like, oh, like church is already saying that society is already saying that. And then now he's saying that. So it was just like a lot of, a lot of things. I remember my very first like real boyfriend, um, you know, we were finally like taking the next step right like intimately and so i like i'm going down on him it's my first time ever doing that it's my first time seeing that Mm -hmm. but i like got the gist it's not that hard you know also we're animals i also like like, i'm an animal and also like i had seen a dick like in porn yeah yeah, you know like in person yeah and then like creepily in friends phones like getting dick pic you know yeah yeah, yeah. but i had never (laughs) seen one in person in the wild in the wild wild. but i like at the local i got the gist of it you know and like i made him come like pretty fast teenage boy like i (laughs) he told me that was his first time i don't know and he got mad at me what he got mad at me what he said that was not your first time (gasps) oh Yeah, I've had that happen to me too. He said that that was not your first time. You've done that before. I was like, no, I literally had never done that before. Slight flex. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. No, you know, but like jokes aside, it was really ugly. And yeah, he was so. like, that was not your first time. Like you lied to me. Yeah. And I was like, no, I did not lie to you. And it went from this moment that I like thought was going to be a nice moment. Right. Like, yeah. The first time doing that. Yeah, you're supposed to, like, increase this intimacy. Yeah. Like, I thought it'd be, like, oh, you know, whatever. No. I, like, was getting yelled at. So fucked up. You know? And I had to, like... There's, like, no proof. Like, what? Um, No, I've never done that before. Yeah. But then it was also, like, what if things were reversed? And, like, I wasn't good at it. Then I'd be, like, just don't do that. Or, like, you know? Yeah. I, you think you would have probably gotten, like... It's never good enough. Yeah. 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 They're going to find a way to blame and shame you somehow. Exactly. Or guilt you. Or if something. that person's like that, then that's what's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like it's not, it's never your fault. No, it's not a youth. It's not a you. It's his personality problem. Exactly. Yeah. But that fucked with my head, you know, it's like absolutely being intimate with your partner and then being told like you're dirty. Yeah. Right. That's like the worst thing. Yep. I think he might've even called me a whore. It's like, I bet you're just a whore or something like that. You know? Yeah. It's like, holy shit. So a lot of that too, like, you know, stems from just a lack of that sexual education. Right. Yeah. It's like, no, you're, you're, you're not a quote unquote whore. If you like, don't have your hymen. Right. Like that's, that's a make believe thing. I broke my hymen quote unquote because I was a horseback rider. Yeah. It's just a piece of tissue. It is. And some people like theirs doesn't break. break. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, um, yeah, I found out that, like, abstinence-only education is taught in, like, 39 out of 50 states, which is, like, a horrific number. And, like, of those 39 that teach abstinence-only, only 12 of them agreed to mention contraceptives at some point. So either, like, they might mention condoms as an option, they might mention the pill as an option, I don't know, but that, like, is, that's up to their discretion, um, but only only 12 of those states even mention them, let alone, like, 
the fucking rest of them don't even mention condoms. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're so we're we're like not even covering the absolute basics in this entire country, you know. And then uh, we wonder why you know teen pregnancy rates are so high, and you know then we don't have access to healthcare and abortions. No, you know, it was actually, yeah, there's a lot. That's of fucking crazy. That. And sad. like even you know, yes, the abs- abstinence only. I know that was our like that's how my school taught us was like abstinence only mm-hmm. or like with yeah abstinence is waiting till marriage right so like yeah well, within the context like, of marriage yeah, yes it like, was fine don't don't have sex because you're a kid basically you're like yes or you're gonna get pregnant and you're wrong exactly it was always like focused on procreation yeah and not pleasure right like yeah. they weren't like they were like okay if you do have sex this was gonna happen but like you don't just come spontaneously like there's got to be pleasure in that also teenagers are going to have sex period like that's like a very heightened hormonal time so like instead of telling them don't do what you're naturally going to be inclined to do because again we're fucking animals yeah um and because it's a high fertility time (laughs) yeah your hormones are crazy your hormones are literally driving the train yeah exactly so and you have less rationale and like less life guidance really you know so why don't we like give them the tools to be safe about it yes give them ways to have not have stis give them ways to not have kids like you know not have trauma dude like yes so much trauma. and um yeah they always like focus on stis Mm -hmm. they basically focuses on like the consequences of having sex like absolutely like you either have a baby you have stis yeah you know that's it yeah like or or society thinks you're a whore yeah or society thinks you're a whore and you're like dirty and useless right yeah but then we could this is could be a whole other podcast but if you're a dude then it like if the more people you sleep with the more of a stud you are Mm -hmm. yeah what's your body count yeah yeah they brag about it there was an episode of veronica mars where she um is seeing whatever she's investigating she goes into a frat house and they literally have a board of different photos of women or like i'm sorry different photos like the guys in the frat house and then the tallies of how many women they've they've fucked that semester yeah and she like they joke about it but like one of them ends up being like a rapist anyways yeah and she like she catches it plot twist but um it but it's sad that like we just joke about that on television like that's casual and like not like a are you fucking kidding me like you're keeping like it was a competition like the frat was literally having a competition of how many women they could sleep with and so one of the guys ends up like roofing women to like get his tally count up yeah and like shit like that really happens you know it's fucking sad i had a ex um that was like yeah uh you know it was this was after we broken up was like yeah i've I've slept with too many people to like even know their names and i was just like all right thank you thanks for sharing he's like (laughs) yeah i lost track after a hundred it's like all right i literally don't believe him (laughs) oh i don't know i i do it's (laughs) he was sticking his dick in everything bitch but the bottom line is like if it's consensual cool i know for me he was very coercive yeah so i don't know how consensual those hundred plus people were that's fucking scary man it is scary and then of course there was like no mention of like being queer in any of that no, no <laughs> except for like the was, scary stats and like misinformation an like slapping aids on queer yeah, people exactly yeah you're gonna get aids and you're gonna be again shunned by society <laughs> yeah pretty and, much and god <laughs> and you can't have kids like naturally yeah well and it's also like a lot of adoption agencies to this day will not adopt to gay couples yep so, so that was pretty much what they would focus on and be like yeah and if you're gay don't be 
yeah, you need to pray that away. You need to go to conversion therapy and or camp. Or bag it it up somehow or you're going to have AIDS. You need to shove it down deep, deep in your head and pray to God that they go away. Yes. I remember it was in high school. You know, we didn't. I think I even saw the same fucking video that I described, like the uh, steps on how to have a kit, like where yeah, the, the sperm. sperm. Yeah. I think we saw something similar to that. I think it was just a little bit more advanced technology wise, <laughs> but it was the same concept. And then, uh, um, but it, Oh, that's what it was. Instead of being animated, it was like the actual sperm like journey, you know, like it was showing like the science, um, and like actual footage. And, uh, that's fine. But then, like, our project that semester was, like, you got an STI. You got an STI. You had to, like, talk about it. And I was, like, here's a story about crabs, you know? Not Sebastian. Not Sebastian. Which, like, is important. But then they don't tell you, like, how do you get those? You know? Like, yes, they say sex. But, like, what do you look for to, like, make sure your partner doesn't have those things? Or, like, or or talk about, like, testing before. Uh, Yeah, I was just going to be, like, communicate about testing. Like, you know, testing should be, like, first of all, accessible. Yeah. And then also, like, very, very common to talk about and get especially when you're starting a new partnership and if you're not a monogamous partnership to be tested regularly. Yeah. Or just be tested regularly anyways because you never know. You never know. And, um, yeah, no discussion of that. Yeah. They're basically just like, if you get it, you're a whore. Yeah. <laughs> it's your it's fault. Your fault. And you're your problem. And you need to go be shameful at the doctor and get antibiotics. <laughs> yes. And as we all know, like uterus owning individuals, it, we are blamed for procreation. We are blamed for fetuses. Yeah. Uh, nah, we just the warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Our uterus can't spontaneously yeah. grow a fetus. Yeah. Because if it could, bye, dudes. Like, what's the point after that? But it's like the sperm. The sperm is what impregnates us. Yeah, and that's never the context of things unless you're in a race. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> unless Literally. it's like they are the champions of the world. Like, no. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's like the if like let's say in a teenage pregnancy or whatever, the father gets to kind of dip, you know. But the mom is always like assumed like that's your exactly. burden now. Yeah. 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 As somebody who had to strip paternal rights away from a sperm donor, it, there was no consequences. That was, it was it was time consuming and a lot of red tape. He had a lot of rights for not fucking being there too. Yeah, Talking about that too. Like Ooh. legally through the system, like like he had a lot of rights that you had to like. He didn't want. <laughs> he wasn't present. Yeah, he. Yeah, I had to buy that motherfucker a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. So, Wasn't even in the courthouse and so, I had to have a lawyer. Yeah. So even like the legal system is so like set up to be like anti, anti-uterus owner. <laughs> absolutely. Like. Absolutely. It's our consequence. Mm-hmm. Always. There's yeah. not any shared, you or know, any, I'm yeah. grateful that that individual's rights could be stripped away. Yeah. But at the same time, like it just, it just shows this rhetoric, right? Like yeah. we, it, there's a lot of victim blaming. There's a lot of women blaming. Yeah. And those who are not heterosexual cisgender men like that is the gold standard yep which i mean come on guys that can be across the board right like there's intersectionality of that that's all of our systems are based on oh absolutely you know catering to cis white heterosexual 
males yeah like specifically like specific christian yeah males as well like yeah all of those things and then add christianity on top of it like exactly and like that is what our whole government set up on that's what our whole like our whole country in every single system medical sexual whatever is set up that way and it's so fucked it's so fucked it is and because we have these systems that are rooted in take 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 and we we as in females or those who are the ones that are being taken from you know are ultimately told no you this is <laughs> this is something that i deserve this is something that i own this is something that is mine yeah i control it you don't. i control it and that's across the board right mm-hmm. but when it comes to sex we see that in the form of rape right yeah. And so I'm going to be sharing some statistics with y'all. Every 68 seconds, that's just a little over a minute, an American experiences sexual violence. That's insane. And it didn't break down gender or sexual orientation. It just says 68 seconds an American experiences sexual violence. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter who's being raped, but the fact that like, sexual violence is that common in this country it's it's turn on any tv show exactly hbo and amazon and pretty much anything like that's the shock value right like you'll see rape scenes all the time you'll see tits you'll see porn on the screens like there's it's always violence yeah there's all you know there's that's a big shock value out there did you did you actually see that uh this is maybe a side note i don't know but taylor swift is currently dating somebody yeah actively was talking about how like he enjoys violent porn against black women specifically yes so horrific and like he's he was talking about that it's matt healy with the 1975 by the way thank you okay yeah didn't know who that was yeah um like literally the fact that he felt so comfortable to be talking with his bros on a podcast posted on instagram be joking around about it spotify and apple Podcasts found it so fucking offensive they removed it but spotify owns the joe rogan show so like their level of like offensive is pretty fucking high so that's how bad it is and like that is how people are talking regularly like we can talk about andrew tate like like these are current mentalities like like rape culture is real it is being taught to these 12 13 year old impressionable boys to this day and like we're just keep we just keep creating these yeah abusive ass men abusive ass men like it's it's really fucking heartbreaking it's sad um i don't know it's a sad it's extremely ingrained and it's power like yeah it's a a power thing it's a domination thing um it's a privilege thing it's yeah it's it's entitled and it you're you're a sex toy for me you're not a person no yeah uh most sexual assault victims are under 30 and the ages that are at the most danger are 12 oh my god through 30 which if you think about it that's like prime age for having children right yeah so yeah there's that take right there's that procreation right there yeah and you're no longer a hole to be used after that because you're not in your prime it's disgusting and then one in every six women report being raped yeah report keyword is report and honestly guys i'm one of them i'm one of them uh one in ten males are rape victims 
And in the study, it kind of breaks down of when that happens. And most of the time it's in prison systems by other men. Yeah. So even men are victims of rape culture (laughs) within their own culture. Yeah. Um, 21% of college age transgender individuals report being raped. Yeah. Again, like report guys. Cause like, no one feels safe going to report this shit because cops will literally laugh at you. They'll say, that's probably not what happened. Or like, oh, okay, whatever. Or even if they take a rape kit, it they may never test it. There has been so many cases where precincts do not, they have so many, like hundreds of untested rape kits. Like, they don't fucking care. No. They do not fucking care. So it's like, and then on top of that, it usually puts a target on the victim's back. And then the victim not only has to relay the traumatic situation, but then they also have to go through like this, are you sure? Like this like questioning and scrutiny of their actual like traumatic ass experience. So it's like, there's so many reasons why people don't report it. So, and and then like, even if you do have evidence, depending on who you have, it can be thrown out of court. Yeah. Or, like, they could go to court and still get a slap on the wrist and nothing will fucking happen. Well, look at our Supreme Court justice, right? Mm -hmm. Brett Kavanaugh had an entire publicized hearing and it was on display for everybody. And she was laughed at. And she was told the calendar that he could just pull out of his ass said, no, I didn't go. Yeah. That, That was proof, but not her rape kit. Not her testimony, not the photos, not the description, not the several witnesses, not the fact that she literally had everything to lose being a distinguished woman herself. Yeah. Look at Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, I know. She's a joke now. She's a joke. And like literally like. And she was trying to have a career and her boss took advantage of her. You're telling me that. That was a consensual situation? No, because the power mm-hmm. dynamic was there. Yeah. And people still talk about Bill Clinton in a very high regard as if, like, oh, he's, like, a blah, blah, blah. And I'm mm-hmm. like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I And do it. people blame him? No. And you know what they think of Hillary? That she's a joke for staying with him. Mm. That she gets blamed mm-hmm. when she was humiliated. And what's she going to do? Leave him? Like, it's just crazy. I'm not saying she's a complete victim. I'm like, yeah, they're like problematic people defended him a lot <laughs> she did but, but i'm just that's saying not point. that's yeah. not the point what i'm but saying is that the, these are all very end. big yeah. instances another where woman getting blamed too yeah. blamed for rapists and their actions um and a really important statistic that i want to end on is that 84 percent of rape victims say their abusers were family or an intimate partner these are not strangers no the people you let closest to you yeah it's so sad because it's the people you should be able to trust the most exactly and we never know what people are going through guys like don't assume like you know some people are really like they're going through abusive situations and you really don't know and it could be like you know there's been so many people i've heard that like you know cousins brothers fathers whatever you know uncles like have raped or molested them you know or like previous partners or current partners and like or like priests, it's like priests, people yeah. that they trusted or, alone. Yeah, coaches, whatever. It's like mm-hmm. it's people who teachers. Like, yeah. It's people who have like this power over you and like very like very like personal intimate moments and like just believe people <laughs> because like it's already hard for people to discuss it. Yeah. And when somebody has like 
the strength to do that, to shoot them down and say, I don't believe you. Fuck you. <laughs> like literally yeah. fuck you so hard. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. there's just, there's, yeah, there's a lot to, not to say about all of that. And there it, is. That could also be a whole, whole episode. Ass episode. It, it will <laughs> and be. it will be, it will be. Yeah. But what we wanted to do today, and I hope that you take away from all of this is we wanted to highlight that there's a reason you might feel this shame that it didn't just miraculously like appear one day that there have been constant mantras put into your head, either educational, spiritual, um, emotionally, all of that. that basically tell you that your pleasure is not shit. You can't feel pleasure that you are owned by other people that you can't own yourself. And we're here just to tell you, fuck all that shit. Mm -hmm. And go make yourself come today. Yeah, literally. Orgasms are so important, guys. Like, health-wise, mental health-wise, like, all of it. it. You can prevent your fucking cardiovascular diseases galore with it. So, just fucking come all the time. Like, whether you're <laughs> you're making yourself come, your partners are making you come, whatever the fuck gets you off, do it. As Consent- long as you're consenting and consenting. not hurting anybody. <laughs> Unless it's, like, consensual, you know right or whatever yeah if you went to snm and you guys it's just have a contract but consent 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 and come consent and come i love that (laughs) that needs to be a trademark trademark that's a sticker trademark that's a sticker (laughs) consent and come (laughs) and with that please come back (laughs) i feel like begging please (laughs) come come back if you love the vibes and if not hit the road but we love the ones that stay and you know and we're here for you. But come on back, guys. Come we on back. You. Bye, bitches. As always, guys, thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating wherever you're listening to this. We are on so many platforms. Rate us on multiple if you, if you would like. Uh, this helps us get recommended to others. So help us find some goofy cuties out there. Um, and as always, give us a follow on Instagram at kikioclock.pod. Thanks. Thanks.